Welcome everyone to another episode of It's All in the Numbers. This podcast is designed to shed a little light on numbers, have a little bit of fun with math, and just talk about education type of ideas. So today what we're actually going to do is it's going to be kind of a festive podcast. We're going to talk about patterns, but specifically we're going to talk about the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, and look in depth at a pattern that is in there. And there's a lot of math involved in The Twelve Days of Christmas in that song. So, and then we're going to dive into some other patterns that are there in math and in a way that maybe you can you can kind of look at patterns and extend some of those and, and have a little bit of fun with them. So as you are getting ready for the holidays here and Christmas, and maybe you're buying some gifts for friends, family, and there is that song, and I know whenever that song comes on the radio, if I'm listening to Christmas music, I'm not a big fan of 12 Days of Christmas. It's a little long, a little drawn out, but... If you dig deep into it, you can find some really cool little math and some patterns involved in there. So what we're going to do is take a look at that. So if you think about that song, it says, On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. So on that very first day, they got one item. They got a partridge in a pear tree. Now, on the second day of Christmas, it goes on the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. So it's not just two turtle doves. They got two turtle doves and another partridge in a pear tree. So now what do they have? They have two turtle doves and two partridge in a pear tree. But on that day, day two, they actually got three gifts. So if you're writing this down, day one, they got one gift. Day two, they got three gifts. Day three, what do they get? They get three French hens. And two turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear tree. So this time, they're getting six gifts. So if you write down that, you should have a day one, one, day two, three, day three, six. So we can start to see kind of a pattern evolving here. One, three, six. Let's see what happens on day four. On day four, on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. So how much did they get? They got four plus three plus two plus one. They got a total of 10 gifts on that fourth day of Christmas. So you're seeing a pattern of one, three, six, ten. So what do you think is going to happen? If you notice on the first day they got one, on the second day they got two more extra gifts, so it went up by two. Then on the third day, it went up by three. On the fourth day, it went up by four. So what do you think is going to happen on day five? It's going to go up by five. On the fifth day of Christmas, 
my true love gave to me five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. So now they got 15 gifts on day five. So if we keep going, day six, they're going to get six geese Elaine. And, of course, all the rest of the items, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. So now they got 21 gifts on day six. On day seven, they got seven swans of swimming. So they got... Of course, then they get the six geese Elaine, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. So those swans are swimming. They, of that day, day seven, they got a total of 28. So it went up by seven. So if you notice, it went up by two, three, four, five, six, seven. So whatever day it's on, it's going up by that many. So on day eight... They're going to get eight maids of milking. They're going to get a total of 36 gifts. I'm not going to go through every single item they get. You kind of get the idea, hopefully. <clears throat> On day nine, they get nine ladies dancing, plus all the other items. They got a total of 45 gifts. On day 10, they get 10 lords of leaping. They get a total of 55 gifts on that day. On day 11, they get 11 pipers piping. So they get a total of 66 gifts on that day. And on day 12, they get 12 drummers drumming. And they get a total of 78 gifts on day 12. So they got a lot of gifts over that 12 days of Christmas. So if you think about it, we can break it down even further. So first of all, if it was day 13, let's say it was 13 days of Christmas, how many would they get on the 13th day total? They get 13 plus the 78. So they get a total of 91 gifts. But here's the, here's the thing. There's a reason why it was 12. And as you dig a little deeper into this, you're going to see kind of a neat little, other some other neat little patterns. First of all, how many total gifts did they get? Well, day one, they got one. Day two, they got three. Day three, they got six, 10, 15, 21, 28, 36, 45, 55, 66, 78. So... It works out to be 364 gifts. Now, the thing I find amazing about this is that is one gift short of every day of the year. So they almost got a gift for every day of the year, even though they got it within a group of 12 days. They got 364 gifts. Now, how many of each did they get? That is another cool little pattern. So if you think about it, let's look at, let's look at that, that pattern. So they got 12 partridges in a pear tree. 
So here you, you're sitting in your house with 12 pear trees and a partridge in each one. I'm sure those partridges probably flew to other trees hanging out with the other ones. They're going to get 22 turtle doves. They're going to get 30 French hens, 36 calling birds, 40 golden rings, 42 geese elaine. And I'm going to stop there because let's take a look. 12, then it went up by 10 to get to 22. Then it only went up by 8 to get to the 30. Then it only went up by 6 to get to the 36. Then it only went up by 4 to get to the 40 and only up by 2 to get to the 42. So what happens with the swans of swimming? They get 42 as well. So it didn't go up at all. Now we're going to go back down because they're going to get less of these items. They're going to get 40 maids of milking, 36 ladies dancing, 30 lords of leaping, 22 pipers piping, and 12 drummers drumming. I hope that person has enough room for all of those gifts. But there's a pattern there, of course. It went 12, 22, 30, 36, 40, 42. Then it will start going back down. 42, 40, 36, 30, 22, 12. So it kept going back down by twos every time. Well, not by twos. The, the pattern that it was going down by was to 10, 8, 6, 4, 2. But that's... That, that's kind of a very unique pattern. So if you notice, in that 12 days of Christmas, next time you listen to that song, think about the math behind that song and all the gifts they did. We didn't even talk about how much did each of those gifts cost and what the ultimate price would be for buying all of those gifts because I am sure... Um, Pipers piping, lords are leaping, ladies dancing, maids are milking, swans are swimming, drummers drumming. They're not going to be cheap. And that many of them, it's going to be very, very expensive. So this person must really love that person to have given them that many gifts. 364 total gifts. Now, there are a number of other cool patterns in math. And really, there are patterns everywhere. You can look at patterns that are visual patterns. You can look at patterns that are number patterns, word patterns. You know, and so we're gonna. I'm gonna talk a little bit more about some patterns, and and maybe spend some time doing doing this uh, break time when you're not in school. Or if you're just a parent and want to engage your kids a little bit, start looking at patterns. Start seeing where there are patterns. So one, one famous pattern that we, we always like to talk about, especially here where I work, which is Mathnasium of Blaine, we talk a lot about, um, we, we teach kids a lot about patterns because I think it's very important for kids to learn to recognize the patterns and be able to figure out what would come next in that number sequence. One of the more famous ones that's always been out there, and you'll find this pattern actually out in nature, is the Fibonacci sequence. 
Now, how the Fibonacci sequence really works is, so if you've got, you start at zero, next number is one, the next number is the previous two numbers added together. So it'd be zero plus one is one. So the next one would be one plus one, which would be two. The next one is one plus two, which would be three. Next one's three plus two, which would be five. Five plus three is eight. Eight plus five is 13. So you see it keeps climbing. Now what will happen is with this particular pattern, you can see it kind of in a spiral. You'll see it in a number of plants, in shells. You will see the spiral pattern because it spirals out and gets bigger and bigger as it goes along. Now, that's a traditional Fibonacci sequence, but the thing I want you to be aware of is a Fibonacci sequence could start at anything. So if we go back to the 12 days of Christmas, what if they had done the 12 days of Christmas like a Fibonacci sequence? So on day one, they got one. On day two, they got, we'll, do, we'll keep it as three. But day four or day three would not have been Six it would have only been four because it would have been three plus one is four, but then day four would have been seven. And then day five would have been seven plus four, which is 11. So you could create the Fibonacci sequence using any set of numbers starting really anywhere. And that's the thing to be 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 aware of. Sequences really does don't have to start at zero. They don't have to increase. They could decrease, as we saw in the number sequence with the total in the 12 days of Christmas. Now I know I've been throwing a lot of numbers out there, a lot of sequences out there. But I want my point is I want you to think about having fun with sequences. Even create some of your own. Think about a complicated sequence you could make. Now a lot of people fall into a pattern where they will see a sequence of say it'll go one, three, five, seven, now, what that is, is that's all, really all the odd numbers. The next one would be nine. But what a lot of people will do is, what's the next number after that? Well, some people will think, well, it starts over. It's going to be one, three, five, seven. And it keeps starting over. One, three, five, seven. Now, that could be a very viable pattern. But in most cases you're going to make sure that you see that it repeats itself before you could make that judgment. Another real famous um, pattern you might see is what we call the squares. Um, squares of numbers patterns. So it's one, one squared is one, two squared is four. So what you're going to see is you're going to see a one, a four, a nine, because three times three is nine. What's four times four is 16. Five times five is 25. So you see that pattern. Now, if you look at what it goes up by, this is interesting. From one to four, it goes up by three. From four to nine, it goes up by five. 
From 9 to 16, it goes up by 7. From 16 to 25, it goes up by 9. So 3, 5, 7, 9. So what do you think it goes up to the next one? I'll let you think about that. It goes up by 11 to get to 36. So the next one's going to go up by 13 to get to 49. So the interesting thing about that is that's all the odd numbers. 3, 5, 7, 9, 11, 13. I love that pattern because it's kind of a pattern within a pattern if you look at where it's going up by. So you can kind of, if you're not sure what the next square is, <clears throat> for example, a lot of people know that 12 times 12 is 144. But what would that, what's that one going to go up by? Twelve plus eleven is what? Twenty-three. That would get up to it should go up to one sixty-nine. So what is that? Twenty. Twenty-five. Yeah. Thirteen plus twelve. So it's the next number. It's the next number you'd be squaring plus the number you just squared. Twelve squared. 13 squared. 13 plus 12 is 25. 25 plus 144 is 169. That's 13 squared. And if you look at that, let's go back to a simpler one. 25. To get to 25, we added 9, right? That was 5 plus 4. 5 squared is 25. 4 squared is 16. So if you lay these patterns out, you can do that. You can see patterns within the patterns and it's kind of neat to do that you could do a pattern of cubes one eight and start looking at how that one breaks down as well <clears throat> so what if they had done the 12 days of christmas with a square pattern they squared them every day so on that first day they only got one but on day two, they would have got four gifts. On day three, they would have got nine gifts. This one would have given a lot more gifts than the other one, because by the time you get up to day 12, you're given 144 gifts. That would have been crazy. I think I would have preferred the, the Fibonacci sequence of gift giving for the 12 days of Christmas than even the regular one, because it was going to be a little bit less than... Uh, than what even the normal one was. But what I'd like for you to do is, and I'm going to leave this for you today, is if you are listening to this and you have some ideas or, or know of some cool patterns that you want to share, or maybe you've made up a pattern that you want to share with us and challenge with us, <clears throat> You can send it in to me. You can email it to me. Email me that pattern at this email, Blaine, B-L-A-I-N-E, at Mathnasium, M-A-T-H-N-A-S-I-U-M.com. Blaine at Mathnasium.com. Send me your patterns and let me see what they are and 
maybe on the next podcast, I'll read a few of them, talk about some of them. We can talk a little bit more about some patterns and get into looking at a few more of those types of things. I challenge you during this time, take time to look at patterns. Look at patterns around you, whether they're in nature, whether they're visual patterns to look at. You know, maybe you have certain things set up. Do you know your place setting's kind of a pattern? So when you're setting your table for Christmas dinners, certain things go in certain places. It's kind of a pattern. Every single place is that certain spot. So think about that. The patterns are all around us. Be aware of those. Enjoy them, though. Have have a lot of fun with them, as we did today with the 12 Days of Christmas. And like I said, share those patterns with me. Send them in to me via email. And if you're interested, look up Mathnasium. If you're in the uh, Blaine, Minnesota area, or the Andover, Minnesota area, look us up. Or even in the whole Twin Cities, there's a lot of Mathnasiums. If you're listening from another part of the country, there are Mathnasiums all over the country, well over a thousand of them. Look them up. Find out, because we use a lot of patterns and teaching of those in what we do at Mathnasium. So until the next time, I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And good luck buying all, all 364 gifts for the 12 days of Christmas. Thank you very much.